Welcome back to Democracy Speaks. I'm your host, Cindy Black, and I'm speaking with award-winning journalist, filmmaker, and author Hedrick Smith about reclaiming the American dream. Before the break, we were talking about some of the movements that you were covering uh, locally and statewide, and that leads us to uh, the documentary, The People Versus the Politicians, you've been working on. So tell us a little bit about some of the favorite campaigns you covered and why you chose those particular efforts for the film. Well, uh, the film is really an outgrowth of my basic reporting uh, that I had done for the website and for all kinds of op-eds and blogs uh, that I've written. I'm I'm a journalist who has had the good fortune of being able to do print reporting. I worked for the New York Times for 26 years as a foreign correspondent and in Washington and running the Washington Bureau. And then for 20 years, I made documents for PBS, uh, PBS Frontline. And so forth. So going back and forth from print reporting to video reporting is something that, that I'm comfortable with and at home with. What I did, as we were discussing before, was build up a library of information and stories on my website, reclaimtheamericandream.org. And at one point, I was given a speech up in Amherst, Massachusetts at Amherst College about some of the things that I had found out. And a former producer of mine uh, said to me, you know, you should make a a documentary about that. You should should put some on television about that. And I'd run my own documentary uh, company for about 20 years, but I had shut it down when I wrote this book, Who Stole the American Dream? Uh, I couldn't do both, and the the book writing was full-time, so I let the people I had go and find other jobs, and I sold off equipment and whatever. And I said, you know, I'm out of the television business. And she said, well, if I do the television start of it, if I do the organizing, I said, well, you do it. And I said, yeah, sure. So anyway, so I got back into making television. And basically what I was doing, not in every case, but in most cases, I was going back to some of the people I talked to uh, for the website, reclaimtheamericandream.org, and um, saying, I want to come now and film. Uh, the story and put it into a documentary and make a collection of stories, which I have now done. And and, uh, the theme was so much taking back our democracy. The theme of the reporting was so much grassroots citizen movement, uh, people out in the country, and often people like you, Cindy, people who were political amateurs. Uh, These were not people who had spent a lifetime running campaigns for somebody for the Senate or being part of a presidential campaign. These were ordinary citizens who were concerned about what was going wrong with our democracy, and they wanted to do something to fix it. Uh, And they were so upset by what was going on that they came off the sidelines, that they decided to get involved and get going. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. So uh, the working title of the documentary was The People Versus the Politicians. These were people who were saying uh, the politicians are not taking responsibility for fixing our democracy, for tackling the problems that we have. And worse, they're working our democracy to keep themselves in office. They're gerrymandering districts. They're drawing the maps of political districts the way American politicians have for years, but now it's much, much more sophisticated with more sophisticated computer software. 
that join these maps to keep themselves in office and they keep the other side from challenging them. They're raising money um, you know, and dark money that we can't track uh, in ways that, that really deprive average citizens of the kind of voice and the kind of clarity they need, knowing who is backing which candidate, who is backing which ballot measures, you know, whether it's in Washington State or California or Idaho, wherever it is, you know, and they're they're either they're making it difficult for people to register to vote. So I went around to a bunch of states where I knew these things were going on. I was very impressed with Florida. Uh, and I didn't want to go to the typical states. The typical states where you find reform are probably, you know, California and Massachusetts. Surprisingly, New York is not very much of a reform state. But I didn't want to just go to those states. I wanted to go to other states. So when I got to gerrymandering, the state that amazed me the most was Florida. And one of the reasons it amazed me is they voted in popular vote, a gerrymander reform, uh, to outlaw uh, politicians drawing the maps and literally, this is what they said, to favor one party over the other, unquote, or to protect incumbents, which is exactly what the politicians were doing. They put a constitutional amendment in front of the Florida voters. And in the Tea Party year, 2010, when the Republicans swept the state government in Florida, swept the state Senate, swept the state House of Representatives, and elected a Republican governor, the people of Florida voted 62.9% in favor of constitutional prohibitions against gerrymandering. I thought that was amazing. And then what happened was the, the Republican legislature completely ignored what the voters said, and they engaged in a partisan gerrymander. And the people, the legal women voters in Common Cause in Fair District, Florida, took them to court for three and a half years. And they finally got a ruling from the Florida Supreme Court saying, five to two, this is a blatantly unconstitutional gerrymander. The politicians in the legislature colluded with Republican political strategists um, outside the operatives of the Republican Party in order to stack the deck and draw the district so it would keep Republicans in office. Uh, and this is wrong, and we're going to throw it out. You've got to draw the maps all over for the entire state Senate and for eight of the 34 congressional districts in the state. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it was huge. I was just impressed with that. I was impressed that a grassroots movement, ordinary people, now these were smart people, these were lawyers in, in some instances, but these were leaders of the NAACP, leaders of the Democracy Aura, Democracy Now, Hispanic, uh, Latino group, but also the League of Women Voters, Common Cause, uh, not professional politicians at all, uh, and they put this movement together, and they beat the legislature, which thought that, that it was going to win entirely, the establishment politicians. And then the politicians cheated, and they, these folks went to court. I mean, it took it took about five years to get that reform through. Well, I was impressed with that. Number one, it's the boldest gerrymander reform in the country. Number two, it was organized by ordinary engaged citizens. Um, number three, uh, they hung in there. I mean, a lot of people say, well, gee, we'd like to fix the democratic system. It's broken. We don't like what's going on. But, you know, we tried. We had a demonstration and nothing happened. Well, that's not what happened in Florida. They tried five times before they got this formula. And then on this formula, they worked for five years to get it done. In other words, understood democracy. They understood that democracy was something you got to fight for. You can't just wait for it to happen.
you can't, uh, democracy is something you have to fight for. You can't just wait for it to happen, and you can't just hope it would happen, and you can't just give it a try once or twice. you got to hang in there. So, I mean, that's the kind of story I came back with, and I, I found that kind of story in a whole bunch of states. I mean, in states really different from each other, North Carolina, South Dakota, Connecticut, California, Washington State. I mean, you know, all different parts of the country. Uh, and I and then there were lots of other stories I couldn't fit in the documentary because I didn't have enough money uh, to film it, and you can't do everything in an hour. And I didn't want to just tick off this story. These are wonderful stories. Uh, you know, these are these are great people. Uh, Cindy, you're in yeah. one of the stories. We'll talk about later. I mean, but and when you see the people, Linda Bach, average people working their butts off. Uh, convinced that they can be the Paul Revere's of the 21st century to wake Americans up to say, hey, if we want our democracy to work better, it's up to us. As a matter of fact, that's the slogan on my webpage. It's up to us. Uh, it's a big, big print in, in, on my website. It's up to us. You can't sit around and wait for other people to do it. So those are the kind of stories I came back with. And I have to say, I've really been impressed with the degree to which more and more people in this country are getting engaged. They're waking up to the fact that our democracy is in real trouble, that the trouble goes way beyond the argument of pro or anti-Trump, that the problems predated Trump. Trump is much more of a symptom than he is a cause. He's aggravated the situation. He's aggravated by making people more divided against each other one way or the other. And probably just by saying that I'm going to aggravate some people, but he has done that. He's been very divisive, and people are more polarized today than, than before he got elected. But he didn't start the problem. These problems predate Trump by a long ways, and we got to go back and fix things in a very fundamental way. You know, it's really great that you highlight the work done on a local level because it does seem like things are happening. It's more productive and. People are finding solutions to the problem. Um, people can check out your documentary, some clips from that on your website, correct? At reclaimtheamericandream.org. You, if you go to reclaimtheamericandream.org slash videos slash videos, plural, slash, you can find a whole bunch of these documentaries, these, these video segments. Or you can go to our YouTube channel, which is, you have to go to YouTube dot com first and then search in their search engine for the people versus the politicians and you will then uh, if you go there you'll find uh, you'll find a whole bunch we got 14 15 videos up there now and we're going to add more by the way i hope as people will subscribe to the youtube channel because if they do then they'll get an alert every time we post a new video and that way uh, we don't have enough people working here to send emails out to everybody. So we're looking for some other way to alert people what's going on. So the people versus the politicians uh, on the YouTube channel uh, and then subscribe. Or they can go to reclaimtheamericandream.org slash videos, plural, slash. You have to put the second slash on. Slash videos, slash. And then next thing you know, you'll be sitting there and you'll be looking at a dozen videos and just scroll down and pick the one you want to look at. And when will um, the full documentary be available for viewing? When is that coming out? Um, MSNBC has told us they want to run it before the election. Uh, obviously, they're running out of time. Part of the problem for, for a, a cable channel like MSNBC is they're very much driven by the news cycle. I mean, what's the latest thing? Is it Kavanaugh? Is it uh, you know, the Mueller investigation, 
uh, I, you know, they schedule something and then they knock it, they schedule something like our video, which is not tied to the breaking news, and then they postpone it. But our hope is they're going to run it at one of these Sundays. They're going to run it on a time. They told us they're going to run it prime time Sunday evening, 9 o'clock, uh, one Sunday between now and the election. So there are only about three or four left, so keep your eyes peeled. And the documentary is called the same thing as the YouTube channel, The People Versus the Politics. So keep your eye out for that on MSNBC. Uh, that's where it'll come. But gradually, we're putting the segments up on our YouTube channel. So if you go to the YouTube channel, you won't see the whole documentary in one piece, but you'll see the pieces of it under different, um, what they call playlists. Uh, there'll be dark money or voter rights or public funding campaigns or gerrymander reform, some subject like that. And usually the first one on the left-hand side of each of those subjects is a segment from the documentary. So there's a way you can go see it uh, without seeing it all the way through. You can see the stories from the documentary. Great. Uh, I want to get this video out there. I think when people see it, they're going to be so impressed and so encouraged. I know you've done a lot. Other people have done a lot uh, to push things in Washington State. You, you've got I-735. But the whole issue of public funding of campaigns, I'm telling you, when you see this Connecticut story and you see what it has done for the ability of the Connecticut legislature to deal effectively with issues, uh, it's really amazing. I, I was blown away by it. I didn't realize how significant it was even when I went up there to do the reporting. And I know in Washington State, you know, you got, there's, a, there's a much more progressive and positive government um, than in a lot of states, but there's still all kinds of deadlock and gridlock and this whole issue of funding schools and making sure the school system works properly, um, you know, has been hurt by, by gerrymandering and maybe by the lack of public funding of campaigns. So there, there are things that even in a good state like Washington State where people can learn something from looking at what other states are doing. Exactly. You're listening to Democracy Speaks. I'm your host, Cindy Black, and I'm speaking with journalist and author Hedrick Smith about reclaiming the American dream. So, Hedrick, now that you've gotten these, the um, Who Stole the American Dream, and now the documentary that's coming out, um, how are you promoting these efforts and expanding the ideas that you highlight on your website and in the film for creating a democracy? What, what do you recommend? I'm trying to do two things. Number one, I'm talking to people like you uh, on the radio uh, and on other media, uh, so more people are aware of it. Uh, number two, I'm, I'm putting more and more material up on this, uh, both on the website and on this YouTube channel, The People versus the Politician. And number three, I'm really interested in talking now to a variety of groups that are going to be working on political reforms in 2019 and 2020, because the 2020 election cycle is going to be very important. You know, every 10 years, uh, we have a national census, and then after the national census, the congressional seats and the legislative seats in every state in the country all get reapportioned, all the laws, all the maps get redrawn, and so forth. So it's a very important time. And there are lots of, of organizations that are interested, whether it's Fixed Democracy First, your organization, or, or uh, various different organizations in Washington State, or national organizations like the League of Women Voters, or Represent Us, or Every Voice, or NACP, or Greenpeace, or the Sierra Club. I mean, there are lots of organizations involved in political reforms. They're starting to think about what they're going to do in the next couple of years. And my hope and my belief is 
that the videos that we have produced will be very important vehicles for public education, not just on an initial showing uh, on MSNBC this fall, or even if we do some screenings out with meaningful movies and whatnot uh, in late November, early December of this year. But going on in all through 2019 and 2020, there are going to be groups and audiences meeting in, in Spokane and Bellingham and Tacoma and Vancouver, as well as Seattle and other places around Washington State. And my hope is that these videos will be helpful as vehicles of public education on what some of the problems are and, more importantly, what can be done. Uh, I think that the polls show that the overwhelming majority of Americans, 60, 70, 80 percent in practically every poll, no matter what you ask them, say the political system is welcome. Say Washington doesn't listen to people like us. Special interests have too much power. There's too much money in campaigns. Corporations aren't people. I mean, you name it, there's just one issue after another. But then lots of people say after that, but I don't know what to do about it. I'm not sure we can do anything about it. Does reform work? Is there reform? How do you do it? And see, the videos we've got answer a lot of those questions. And they don't answer them from the standpoint of political advocacy. They answer them from the standpoint of reporting. I mean, I think um, I gave a speech up on Orcas Island where I go in the summertime every year uh, back in late August. And after the speech, people came away to me and they said, oh, God, thank you for the speech. I feel so much better. I thought everything was terrible in our country, and I'm concerned about our, our democracy and our politics. And I said, you've got good reason to be concerned. Things are in, in rough shape. And they said, yeah, but you presented us uh, a reason for hope. And my point here is it isn't just hopeful talk. It's a concrete series of evidence. It's a concrete bunch of stories. It's a concrete, practical, demonstrated record that people power works. Now, the problem is it doesn't work automatically. You can't put it on an automatic drive. You, you can't, you gotta, you gotta work it. I mean, you, you, Miss Bach, that woman of yours uh, who worked with you in I-735, she said, you know, democracy is, is a participatory sport. It's not a spectator sport. You can't just sit there and hope it works. you got to make it work. But the point is, if we do work at it, if we do get engaged, if we do put ourselves on the line, if we do join with our neighbors, if we do go from our city to the next city, if we do work across the state, if we share the experience from Washington State with California and with Idaho and with Oregon and Montana and back and forth, and if Washington State can learn from Connecticut and Florida and whatnot, we will get this thing back. But it won't happen by our wishing for it. It'll only happen by our working for it. You can't wish for it. You got to work for it. And I, so what I'm interested in doing in the next uh, year or two is working for with other people as a journalist, to see if my reporting about what's actually happening can be helpful uh, in terms of encouraging people to get engaged and work out their own solutions. I mean, it was solution in Washington State on public funding or in gerrymandering reform or whatever it is, is going to be different from Florida or Connecticut or whatever. But if you can take hope and you can see a way to go about it because of what was done somewhere else, 
um, then 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 I will have contributed something. Then my reporting will have contributed something. So that's what that's what I'm committed to doing for the next couple of years. Well, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, a lot of work to be done. That's for sure. And and I I like the idea of you um, putting out these local efforts, but also connecting people to them because a lot of us may not know what to do about a particular issue, but this will give us some information about how one state or one jurisdiction decided to deal with something. And the fact that people don't give up. I think that's a theme that I've seen throughout your reporting with this is that the groups you're covering and the people you're covering don't give up. Did you find that true through your reporting? Absolutely, absolutely essential. Um, Anybody, anybody who takes one whack at it and says, um, even if they raise a pretty good campaign and says, oh, well, it's impossible, um, has given up too soon. Um, and, and a lot of people don't even go that far. My experience is the ones that, that make it work have to do it multiple times and they have to believe that it, that is going to work. And I think that believing Part of what's happened is um, we've lost faith uh, in this country. We lost faith in our democracy, and most importantly, a lot of people have lost faith in ourselves. Um, there's, a, there's a friend of mine who was an organizer in the Southwest. Um, a friend of mine is an organizer, uh, Ernie Cortez, who works in Arizona, New Mexico, Southern California, Texas. Uh, and he said to me something really powerful at one point. He said, you know, there's an old saying, power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. He said to me, you know, like powerlessness also corrupts. It corrupts democracy at the core. And what he meant by that was if we believe we're powerless, that we cannot fix things, that the situation has gone too far, that the special interests have taken control, that money dominates our system so much that there's nothing we can do about it. Then we feel powerless. We are making ourselves powerless with that conviction. We have to believe, we can see the situation. We can say it's bad. We can say uh, certain people have taken over. They've taken control. They've got good government, what have you. And it's harming the middle class. It's harming average people. It's harming the process democracy itself. But if we believe we're capable of fixing it, then we will, in fact, restore democracy. It is both the faith in democracy and is the commitment to work. I said a couple of moments ago, you can't wish for it. you got to work for it. And I think that's the key. And no question, uh, this is not advocacy on my part. This is reporting. I'm just telling you what I've seen. I've seen it happening at the local level. I have not seen it happening in Washington. I've seen it happening by people who are organized. I've not seen it by by people who are sitting around wringing their hands and saying how terrible things are. There's a wonderful line at the end of our documentary um, from a woman named Ellen Frieden, who works in Florida and was instrumental in the gerrymander reform there. And I said, so what's the message? of your experience to people in other states. And she said, well, the message is if you're unhappy about our democracy, don't complain about it. Get out there and fix it. He just said, get out there and fix it. And this Hispanic guy who worked with her, Jorge Marsuli, and he said, if we can fix it in Florida, you can do it in your state. That, that, those two lines are great. If you're unhappy, don't complain about it. Get out there and fix it. 
And if we can do it in our state, you can do it in yours. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that's, that's what my reporting tells me. That's what my reporting shows. And what, what distresses me about the media today is there are not more people covering this story uh, the way I am. I don't mean they have to cover it exactly the same way. I mean, just cover, getting out there and covering it. What happens is if there's a vote like the one in Washington State uh, on I-735 and in 2016, you know, it gets four or five paragraphs in the Seattle Times or whatnot, and people go on. No, 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 no. It isn't just a four or five paragraph thing in one day. It's connected to the votes that would happen in Colorado and in Montana two years earlier. And it's connected to what then went on and happened in Nevada. There's a continuing story there. And in order for people to understand what's going on in democracy, you have to have somebody who's connecting the dots for you. That's what I'm doing in reclaimtheamericandream.org on the website and the people versus the politicians on YouTube, the channel on YouTube. What I am doing for you as a reporter is connecting the dots so you can see a picture. Uh, Scott Swenson, who was the National Communications Director for Common Cause, uh, was at a screening we did of our documentary for several people, for several groups here in Washington. He said, this is the documentary we've been waiting for because it shows there's a movement, there's a national movement. And it isn't one movement. It's a whole bunch of different movements. But the point is, it's people in different states on different issues all working one way or another to repair, to fix, to heal our broken democracy. And I think I don't think there's any more important that could be done. And as a journalist, uh, in my opinion, there's no issue that's more important to the fate of our country than this issue. Let's go ahead and tell everyone again um, your website, which is reclaimtheamericandream.org. And again, they can also find your YouTube videos on youtube.com and type in the people versus the politicians, correct? Is there any other um, information that we no. should let people know? No, that's important. But remember what you just said. It's reclaim the American dream. It's not reclaiming. It's reclaim. It's action. We have to reclaim it. It's our dream. We are entitled to it. And we're reclaiming it. We're taking it back for ourselves. Reclaiming the American dream is a kind of a nice thought. Well, that's kind of dreamy and pleasant. Reclaim the American dream is action. Reclaim is a verb. Do it. Take it. The people versus the politicians, it's saying we're doing it for ourselves. We're going to fix it. They didn't do it. We're going to do it. So I've tried to take action verbs um, and get across that, that meaning. And if you're going to go to the website, reclaimtheamericandream.org slash videos slash. Thank you so much, Rick. We really appreciate you taking the time being with us today. Information about local democracy efforts here in Washington State, you can also visit Fix Democracy First at fixdemocracyfirst.org. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future programs, email me at cindy at fixdemocracyfirst.org. That's C-I-N-D-Y at fixdemocracyfirst.org. You can also listen to past programs archived on our podcast page at democracy speaks pinecast.co. Thanks again for listening to Democracy Speaks. Join us again next week. And remember, democracy needs you just as much as you need democracy. To the short
of need, past the reefs of greed, through the smalls of hate. Sail on, sail on, sail on.